Good day and welcome to the Budding Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Bridges. Today we are on day 65 of our program and I wanted to share a little bit of information about my Keystone client, where we are in the process of getting her up and running. And then we're going to talk a little bit about her value ladder and how things are working with that. First of all, uh, I'm I'm getting ready to put together the Google My Business entry for her and the Yahoo Local and some of the other types of things that are going to be necessary to build on. We've already identified her top services by volume and by price. You kind of need to look at both of those because volume is going to be indicative of where you are and how often you're probably going to get that kind of a client. Whereas if you're just looking for the money aspect of things, price may be your better bet because you get more money in without having to go crazy. So one of the things that we're doing and have already talked with her about is about raising her prices immediately. Uh, Where she would normally charge maybe $100 for something is now $249. And the experience level is where the money is made. So we're looking at the price increase as being a justification for her skills rather than necessarily having somebody else who's an assistant or whatever doing this. This is actually her. So you're getting her experience with her years of background, her certifications, all of her stuff. So of course the price is going to be higher. This gives us a good leverage point we can see whether the things that we think are top services by price will sustain with a higher price level. These are people that are already coming to her. So guess what? This is just a normal thing that we're going to be looking at. Now, when I sat down with her the other day and talked a little bit about the value ladder, I kind of explained it from the point of view of we're going to be building something that's going to, we're getting the thing that sells the thing, right? Essentially, we're looking at a review service of some sorts that's going to provide a prescriptive action plan. A lot of people go to the doctor or to the dentist or, or what have you. They get told what's coming and it's this nebulous thing. But some of the best doctors that are out there actually have a complete plan for you. They lay out the next six months to a year of what needs to happen. And then the person can take that home and review it. Now, yes, they can take it over to another dentist or what have you. But guess what? We tend to go with the easiest path whenever we're doing any kind of an action plan. So the person that gave it to us is ultimately allowable in as our choice. So we're going to put this review service as a second step. Now, I originally thought that this might be the first step on the value ladder, but I've looked at it carefully and said, you know what, there's a lot of value and potentially a lot of time and some risk involved. We need to charge for that review service. It's a moderate price, and it's going to be moderate with moderate within the area that my client works. The core services, normally you have just basically three steps in your value ladder. But I'm finding that a lot of companies, 
especially ones that are involved in a professional service or any kind, tend to have four or five steps on their ladder. I know I was kind of surprised and felt a bit limited when I was trying to stick to a three-step value ladder. By incorporating a five-step or even a four-step, you can have a lot of different things just treating your first step as information, right? Coming in, giving them a mini book that talks about the particular type of a problem they're having. And so she and I have already kind of looked at the at the schedule for the upcoming months and we're looking at June to just sit down and start that process of doing interviews to get information onto paper. It's it's going to come out on transcriptions and we're just going to simply do it online as an interview and she can talk about the different types of things she wants to talk about. And we'll use that information to create these various mini books that are going to be used for her core services that are going to be on the third step of the ladder. So now we've got information at the first step. We've got a review service on the second step. And we have our core services on the third step. What I talked with her about is building new programs on the fourth step. And we're going to use the backside of the value ladder to feed that demand. She's kind of looking at it going, wow, this is, this is pretty complicated. And it's like, yeah, but you're building a true business. And the answer was, well, of course. So this gives you kind of an idea of, of how the value ladder can be applied. I don't want to go into too much more detail. It doesn't have to be detail-oriented. Really... You get your business put together, you get your services organized, you put your core services somewhere around the middle, and you figure out what you need to do on lower levels. Now, here's why you do this, and I've learned this the hard way. If you try to sell your core services, just your service that you do and you know, and there's a lot of competition for it, then what happens is you have a tendency to get demoted into the, well, what do you charge versus what do they charge, right? But if you build your natural ladder and you charge for things along the way that increase in, in fee to the point that it makes sense to charge that much, but if you went into that service, that core service, you're going to get, you know, you're going to just get price shopped left and right. So a good example was one that Dana Derricks gave of a gentleman who sold insurance, life insurance. And, you know, every, it's a huge market. And everybody's trying to get it. The way the value ladder was restructured was sell them car insurance. It's something everybody needs. Everybody needs car insurance. So sell them car insurance, even if you don't make any money. And after you've made sure that they're happy, they're, you know, you take good care of them, then go back and sell them the life insurance. Now this person is just gonna buy a new service from you and you can start the process of moving them into a lead for the life insurance 
as we go through and do this, we get a chance, and I did the same kind of thing with my business, as I have my main program is in the middle. But getting to that program, there's a challenge. And before that challenge, there's a book. And before the book, there's a lot of information. Essentially, I'm over-delivering all the way until I get to my core services where I can charge the kind of money that I want. That if I just went in and offered my core service, I would be shopped on price. Because it becomes a commodity if you're not careful. Well, if it's the only thing you do, now we're back to being either a service or a product. The value ladder gives us a choice of yeses, and it gives us fallback positions as well. One of the best ideas that has been given to me, and I use regularly, is the idea of a choice of yeses. This is from the Alan Weiss consulting model. And so instead of just going in, and we've talked about this before, but I want to reiterate this because it fits into the value ladder in a unique way. First is bare bones. Second is exactly what they want. And then third is the kitchen sink. And the kitchen sink is not that much more than the second one, the one they actually asked for. But it's the one that brings more value to the discussion. In this kind of a situation, our core services can be handled just like that. We can price and give a downsell option. It's like, well, you're asking for this. I can give you that at this price. And the person goes, oh, that's, that's, that's a lot more expensive. Well, I can give you a much more stripped down, streamlined option that's less expensive if it's just a matter of price. If it's a matter of getting what you need, that price stays the same. Now, they can't haggle with you on price when you're looking at your core services. You've already set up a situation where they're going up your value ladder and the value that you're providing is going up with it. We're just going to give them three different options as a, as a fallback point. You get the other part as the kitchen sink option, which is they're like, well, yeah, you know, but I was kind of looking at something more than just that. Oh, well, then I have this option over here that we just lovingly call the kitchen sink. Can we over-deliver on value for you? Absolutely. That's what this particular package is for. Now you can sell and push your price up even higher. So where you might have had your bare bones is 2000 and your core service is 3000 your kitchen sink might be twice the value for $4,250 or even $3,750. I mean, you know, are you going to turn down the money? Now, this is important if this is a service. If you're in a product, you want to do value add. You want to add more to the value. And so the product is just this, right? It's kind of like going into Amazon and they'll suggest other things that people would buy with it, right? That's your, that's your add-on to the product to make it more value. And you're more likely to buy both products. When I bought my new iPad, for example... I bought the magic keyboard that comes along with it. So I now have that as well. I wasn't originally going to buy that. I was like, no, 
I don't know if I really need something like that. I was thinking I was going to get something simpler. And then when I looked at it and read some of the reviews, I was like, you know, maybe that is my better option. So yeah, let's throw it in there and, and put it into the purchase. And it made sense. That's a great example of having these add-on value pieces in a product environment that Amazon is so very good at. They're, they may be the low price leader on a lot of things, but it's those value adds that make the difference. So when we're looking at pricing our core services, that's really something that I usually recommend you follow with an ABC or a one, two, three, basically bare bones, exactly what they want, kitchen sink and put more value as you go up. And so that's what we're gonna be doing with the, with the Keystone client is I've talked with her about that and she liked that idea because she said, I don't have to just focus on one. And I'm like, absolutely not. In fact, it's possible for you to take maybe this core service and this core service and put them together. Normally they would be, I don't know, 5,500, but you're willing to sell it to them for $42.50 because each product by itself is a lot of value, but you put them together and you get a greater amount of value. And so you can work with your price and you can have down sells and things like this and take pieces out. Get creative with your pricing. When you're doing a value ladder, creativity is absolutely essential. And you've got to be able to read your customer or your client. So when we're building a value ladder, especially for somebody that's that's just getting started in business, they've they've never thought about this, right? You may never have considered it until we started talking about it here. But in any case, always be willing to consider another level. In fact, I, I haven't talked with her yet. I essentially want to consider a Dream 100 option for building the fourth step of her value ladder, putting another one on top of her core services. It doesn't have to be fleshed out massively. It could be a talking point. Yeah, we do have you know another level above our core services that we offer when somebody is saying, well, you know, what else do you do? And it's, well, we have another level above that that's simply this kind of a program. We pull in different companies to be able to give you a full and complete done for you service that does xyz and it's like oh you mean i don't have to go out and get them nope you don't oh that's great in the meantime you've created a fourth level in your business that pulls in the dream 100 concept that's enough for today it's friday we're going to be going into the weekend i'm going to do what i can to come up with something that is a little bit different we're going to move into a new area of how how i'm actually integrating pieces into my business and trying to apply them into this process that we're working on for growing my clients business and for putting pieces in play so for right now this is randy bridges for the budding entrepreneur signing off wishing you the best in your business your health your wealth your family everything about you We'll be back tomorrow. I'll talk to you then. Take care and have a great day.